How's it going, guys? Um, I don't think I'm the first one to notice or say this, but our mind is truly our own worst enemy. Always. Will always be. Always has been. Forever. The worst. By magnitudes. Compared to the next <laughs> enemy that we have. Truly. And what. It, and I think what I mean by enemy is something or a force that stops you from or hinders you along your way of finding peace and fulfillment in your life and your mind is the only thing stopping you right you can have anything you think you want anything but until you can control your mind and learn it inside out and learn how to deal with it you'll never find true peace and fulfillment and the reason why your mind is your own worst enemy is there are multiple reasons but one, it's not something you usually are suspecting of, right? Your mind is kind of the vessel through which you interpret the world, right? So if you are, you know, perceiving something, if you are thinking about something, you have to go through your mind to have those thoughts. But you don't necessarily stop and see what your mind, how your mind is influencing your thought before you actually experience the thought. You just experience the thought. We rarely get to see what input our mind is actually inputting, right? Or what perspective it's adding onto the thought we're having. Or whether our mind is the reason we're having that thought to begin with. We don't know. We just have the thought, right? Um, so it's very unsuspecting. You don't really see it. You know, you can't touch, feel, or measure your mind, and it can influence you in ways you can't, you just cannot, you, you just don't see coming. You just literally are unaware of, right? Two, your mind has been there since the day you were born, maybe before, depending what religion you follow or what you believe in. But your mind's been there, right? It has seen everything you've seen, has heard everything you've heard, has felt everything you've felt, has tasted, tasted everything you've tasted everything smelled everything you've smelled has experienced all of life with you it also has all your memories has all your thoughts and feelings judgments and <laughs> beliefs and it has all the information you also have about the world around you whether that's your environment whether that's the people around you, whether that's the objects around you, literally, it has all of that, right? More than you actually has have access to because it also has access to your subconscious mind. So the repertoire it has 
to make tools that will mess that can mess with you is enormous more than what any other person can have no one can have that amount of information on you right no one impossible you have the most information about yourself so your mind can fabricate stories can fabricate thoughts can fabricate feelings that can trick you more than anyone else can trick you to believing what it wants you to believe so you're unaware of it you don't necessarily know what it's doing two it has all the information to make the to to design these highly believable scenarios that it makes you believe <laughs> more than anyone else can can do and it's very resistant to change <laughs> very resistant to change you can't just change your mind and i mean that in the least cliche meaning possible you can't change it it's so embedded ingrained deep inside of in, in your being from your early life from your genes that you just cannot change and some of it is you know was added on as you you know got older but there's history to there's foundation that goes deep the roots go way deeper than you can reach in your lifetime so what do you do you have this enemy that is your worst enemy that can do all these things what do you do about it i think there are a couple of ways and i think i've talked about them i think i've mentioned them before and obviously i'm not i'm not the expert on this here at all but you know people talk about meditation and there's real value in that because in meditation you hopefully are observing your thoughts and you learn how to see them but not interact with them and without having a reaction to them no judgments no reactions no emotions just observing your thoughts as they go by and by doing that you learn to kind of detach yourself from your mind in a certain way which sounds kind of that sounds like a has a bad connotation to say detach from your mind but you're detaching from your thoughts because your thoughts are not necessarily all your own a product of your own doing they're an accumulation of information and in a lot of cases they don't serve you well right when you're really hungry and you're trying to die you're trying to lose weight and you're and, and you're hungry you know consciously that you can survive without eating this next meal or cutting down on the food you know that right but your brain your thoughts are telling you the exact opposite they're telling you you need to eat right now you need to eat right now or your life is going to be over and guess what not only do you need to eat right now 
you're never gonna lose that weight never it's impossible you're not built for this there's something wrong with you personally that's why you've gained all this weight you have literally no control over it that's what your mind is telling you that's literally what you and those thoughts are not your own and you have to treat them that way you have to you have to be able to dissociate from them detach from them so that they don't control you and that you can actually decide what to do with that information whether you want to believe it or not so meditation is a good thing probably helpful another one is and this one is i think my favorite um pushing yourself to the limit finding where your limit is your physical mental limit and pushing yourself past it step into that land of the unknown past where you think you can go and because to do that you're literally so your brain your mind is telling you you can't go right let's say you run 10 miles you can't run more than you never ran more than 10 miles you're like hitting like let's say you make it to 10 miles right your mind is telling you you've never done this before you never ran more you can't do this right by actually going past 10 miles you're training yourself to not listen to your mind and the more you push yourself the more the further down the roots you go in your mind to see what are all its weapons what are they what is it going to use against me this time so you can learn what are the tools it uses against you and learn its patterns learn its ways so even though you may not be able to change what your mind is doing you can at least learn it and see what it does understand it appreciate it for what it is and kindly tell it to get out of here so you can do your thing i think that's that's more fun way of doing it you can meditate but you can also push yourself to the limit um but i almost think that this needs to be a it's a, it needs to be deliberate this pushing yourself to the limit or meditation so that you learn your mind it has to be deliberate deliberate some people i think do it i don't know i think in my in my own eyes in my own life my own perspective i have to be deliberate about doing this because if i leave it up to chance you know when i push myself to the limit when i meditate i find that my mind is strong enough and powerful enough to kind of make me forget about why i'm doing it in the first place um so i have to stay on top of it uh, and because when i don't i kind of just just don't like it i don't like feeling like my mind is in control i that that those thoughts that are not really my own that weak voice that's telling me to take a break to quit to tell me that i'm not worth what i'm whatever it is that i'm trying to do i don't like being i don't like that voice i don't like it having power in my head so i i like to stay on top of these things um anyways that'll be it for today guys i love you
Thanks so much for watching and listening. I really appreciate it. I will see you all tomorrow. Until then, do me a favor and stay uncomfortable. Peace.